What up, quitters? If you enjoy a Johannes antic or two, join Sound Guy and I as we Twitch stream every other Wednesday at 6.30 as Roll Saying Games. You can expect some no pants playthroughs, haiku helpers, and shenanigans. The restaurant. Whoa. Peep it or hash our other deets at twitch.tv slash growling goblin studios or at goblinsandgrowlers.com. I am not a dummy thick bandit. Wonderful. That's the <laughs> intro audio to this episode. This is Quid Pro Roll. A fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. So, kids, do you know what went on in last week's episode? No? Well, I'll tell you. When the party finished making the yummy, yummy fun time porridge for that nice old lady, why, Johannes used some precautionary holy moly magic on that food. But poor old sad dog didn't much care for that, mm-mm. As soon as old droopy gloopy dog turned into a droopy gloopy melty mess. That's right, and turned into a big scary fire breathing bad dog. Say it with me. That's one bad dog. That's right. Well, the party gives that bad dog a proper time out, and then they go to see Grandma No Hands outside. Now about this time, I believe many people in the party were feeling a good bit upset. I think they were feeling pretty grumpy. Why, I'm sure Mr. Johannes was feeling especially betrayed when he used his magic sense and discovered that Grandma was a bad ma and evil to boot. Well, he went over and gave her a big old bonk right on her silly little head and made her poof away. Now remember, the moral of this story is Sometimes bad people will abuse your kindness and try to get you to do bad things for them. Never stop trying to do good, but always be cautious when a stranger asks you to do something for them. Gotta fly! Uh, last we left off, the strange old woman after you had dis discovered that she was in fact evil, had disappeared in a wave of shadow, looking at you with malice and hatred in her eyes. I cooked your porridge and fed your dog and you hate, hate me? She's gone, man. I'm speaking to the air where she just was because she was a very mean woman. I fed her dog while she was gone. Are you just shaking your fist at the sky? Uh, darn you! Darn you, single old woman to heck! You're not my real grandma! You satanic spinster! <laughs> All of you are now standing outside the inn with some of the chaos of everything that has happened. And the town is, like, the, the people who have been bustling around are kind of all looking at you concerned and kind of confused. She was a witch! Everybody's just kind of staring at you. Her dog turned into a demon and his skin started melting off and we killed him. 
Johannes gets on the nearest soap box. They just leave them hanging around for this exact purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, here we go again. These, these streets are so clean. People of the port city of name. Miller's Port? Oh, people of the port city of Miller. The sponsored port city of all refreshing light beers. <laughs> I'm glad that you have come here, for it is that we have found out who was poisoning you and this town. It was the poisonings not of a sweet old lady, but of a witch (gasps) who must have deposed of this old lady and impersonated her and changed her secret recipe for porridge and forced it upon you so that its late-acting lactic acids would eat you from the inside like it did her dog. And that is how we know she was a witch besides the fact that she also had a wart on the side of her nose that in and of itself was unremarkable, but if you looked at it close enough through a microscope, it said witch on it. I need you to roll a charisma. Can both assist? Sure. Oh, oh, great, great news. I rolled a one. But I am a halfling, and I remember that I'm a halfling. Uh-huh. So, so this time for real, I rolled a 15. No, 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 higher. Uh, and, but what's the, what's the boat assist? Uh, hang on. Hang on. The tugboat, if you will. Yeah. I rolled the, a 16. The boat assist is a four. <laughs> The boat did not give you an assist. So Johannes momentarily, I'm because he did get a, a a one. Let me try to like. <laughs> and while she did feed us and house us and treat us kindly and with every type of kindness, as well as treat us fairly and provide us with free food and also a sad but cute dog. Wait. She was also a witch, and that dog tried to kill us, and I've got all these burn and singe wounds from where it belched fire on me with its dog breath, and she's probably never even brushed that hellhound's teeth in her whole life because she's a witch (laughs) who's been poisoning this town. Everybody kind of, like, there's a lot of muttering amongst the town folk in, like, this worried, concerned tone where everybody is wondering if this stranger speaks the truth and that the innkeeper has been the source of all the poisonings. You, what's your name? Right there. Uh, with the big hat. Telena, sir. Telena. Who was the last person you knew who went to this inn? It was, it, it was my uncle, sir. Yeah, Uncle Gary. And what happened to Uncle Gary? It was Uncle Jerry, actually, but he he died of some strange disease. Exactly, a witch disease. And you, right there, with the long coattails and wearing three clown noses around your neck so you can put one on at any given time. Yes! What's your name? Jerry, strangely enough. That's right. And what happened to your twin brother, Gary? Why, he died of a suspicious disease. Oh, no. I don't know why so many Garys are going to this inn. (laughs) They gave you a discount. That's right. The Gary Mandarin discount. (laughs) But it's a problem. And this witch was poisoning all of them. 
And you, right there, the person with shoes on your hands and gloves on your feet. What's your name? Thomas. S say again. <laughs> it's, it's Thomas. Uh, you know what? I'm going to get back to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, people, I'm not belching hell flames on myself. I'm a paladin. <gasps> he says, and, and look at me. I look worse for wear. It singed my hair. I don't come before you as, as an outsider. I come before you a holy man who only wants to bring hope and goodness and the love and the light of beauty and Sune to all of y the world. All of Sune to you, Nay. Yeah, th oh, thank you, Sune. And the clouds g close back up. The clouds part and you have like a si see a single perfectly manicured hand give you a thumbs up oh my and then God. like pull back into the clouds. Beautiful hand model. So people, the woman was a witch. Everybody begins to sort of like, you know, crawl up and yeah, she was a witch. Yeah. 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 Well, I think the important thing now is we determine who gets the in. That's not how um. property law works. I, I, She's not dead. Demons can't own property. Where does it say that? Why would you sell property to a demon in your town? They're just going to cause Why problems. Why are you specious? Demons aren't a species. They're a malevolent force. You don't know. There could be good demons. They wouldn't be called demons if they were good demons. But I'm, I'm concerned about the direction this is taking. Because if we start Why taking... Why does Boat so desperately want to steal property? Let me <laughs> type in. Here's my... I'm going to Google search. Are demons evil? <laughs> Are, if we start taking property away from demons, then that's just going to be another way to propagate the same kind of stereotypical uh, kind of taking away of rights that we've had for uh, satyrs and also... Uh, oh, what are they called? Tieflings. Tieflings have gotten a bad rap all over this great world of ours, and I won't stand for it. Some okay, great well, people I've known deviate. have been tieflings. We're deviating from the platform that I'm campaigning on, which is that that woman was a demon, and she poisoned and murdered plenty of people in this town and covered it up by pretending that it was just a weird disease. And uh, we should probably just burn this place. We yeah, should burn it I'm, to the ground. I like what this guy has to say. Regardless of what she is, she killed people. And she had a dog that tried to kill people. Yeah, I think I think being the being the murderer of Miller's Port is the bigger point here. And I don't know if we should burn it to the ground. We should burn it to the ground. Who's with me? I don't think that's a good idea. Hold think on, no. let's see how he rolls first. Uh, 10. All right, you do not incite a mob excited to burn the buildings to the no. ground. Now, hold on here, hold on here. Now, it'd be a real shame to let an inn go to waste like this. This could be a valuable source of, uh, like, a, a, a community space. It could be a place where the clubs could meet. Uh, you could have some, like, communal suffers and things. We just got to make sure that there are no demon traps that are left in there that might get triggered. Yeah, we should just... We should destroy People. that cauldron for sure. People of the Port of Miller, 
Who is the nicest person who's the most down on their luck in this town? Maybe we should just leave this up to the marquee. The marquee that we spoke to yesterday. I'm sorry, are you a person of the Port of Miller? Rosa? Well, we got to give it to the people. If I, we take it for ourselves, uh, they're going to think that we thought that she was a demon just because we wanted to be landowners. I'm not saying we should take it. I'm saying we should just leave whatever happens to this building next up to the marquee. Yeah, I'm, he would be the one with the jurisdiction. I'm not. Koza is correct. I'm not a big fan of inspiration. Of, point to Koza. I'm not a big fan of his past For, political actions. Admittedly, he was still new to the role, but that doesn't change facts. I'm trying to give the in to the most down and out person on their luck, who's uh, the nicest person in the town, and and you're like. No, Koza wants to go through the political process of bureaucracy. This should be triggering both. <laughs> what, what if we met in the middle and we declared it a homeless shelter? I like that Boat, his, in like his rebellion from getting the government involved, is saying, let's have a free publicly funded shelter. Yeah, because that's, his, that's that's his point. That's, you know. But That's not something that, you know, boats. This way, this way, the decision is in the hands of the people. We don't have to get the marquee involved. We don't need big government telling us that we need to put a roof over the heads of the homeless folk. Johannes is whipping people up. Yeah, <laughs> give it to yeah. the people. I'm, I'm inclined to agree with Boat on this one. We should give it. We should give it to the people so they can do you something good with it. You guys have no jurisdiction to it, give it to anybody uh the people can seize the means of production themselves you I giving koza you giving koza an inspiration for his approach to <laughs> johannes yells at the sky <laughs> no, by the way just for context the reason that i gave uh koza the inspiration point is it is very in character for the sheltered noble to be like, no, guys, you don't understand. We need to go through the proper channels of government. It's just, it's very perfect and on flavor. And I wanted Koza to have that point. Up, sounds like something a not comrade would say. <laughs> All right, what was Chapman trying to say and kept getting interrupted? I don't remember now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. That's what I he was think, trying to say the whole time. I think if we make this a homeless shelter, we can count on the people of Miller's Port to fund it privately through regular donations. And not necessarily rely on the marquee. That way he doesn't I, have to be involved at all, and you all can determine how you want to run it. Listen, how long do you all expect us to be here? Because we're not going to have any role in the outcome, because we should be leaving today or tomorrow. Yeah, oh, Koza's right. I think, I think we should leave immediately, and that's why we should give it to the people and let them decide what to do with it, with the strong suggestion. Here's how, we, here's how we give it to the people. We just leave instead of trying to rile up a mob. What are you <laughs> all doing? <laughs> are you trying to rile us up right now, Koza? <laughs> Boat reaches into the spot where uh, Granny Satan poofed away and uh, Granny Satan. grabs the keys that fell to the ground. It's like, everybody, these are the keys to the inn. And then he turns and he throws them into the inn. He's like, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna like create like this mad mob dash to gain the property of the inn. Then the Benny Hill theme starts playing and we all run I was away. thinking more like somebody getting trampled, but yeah, you know, this is also Does good. all these people want to own the inn? Than a demon in Well, I mean, in fairness, you guys did spend at least checks, checks, log eight minutes 
riling them up about the ownership of the inn. Yeah, also, like, there are just people who are out and about. Like, this is entirely on us, like, talking about who wants to own the inn. There's just, like... (laughs) somebody on the street that morning the dude that had gloves on his hand on his feet and boots on his hands was not fast enough to get to those keys for us (laughs) he was probably also a demon what do you mean (laughs) oh my god the whole town is demons (laughs) miller's port is just all demons he's like the mcpoyle of of miller's miller's the name of a demon miller's port what you don't know is the original name of miller's port was miller's portal to hell <laughs> they just I scratched it. off I the end and see and they always tell you that the uh the mountains on on the cool stones get blue whenever there's demons near yeah that's what they say mm-hmm. that's our marketing plug they <laughs> that right, sure we... was a string of words that came out of a mouth <laughs> <laughs> can we please get the hell out of this town yeah we should grab yes. our animals and go <laughs> So you guys grab your animals and head out of the town of Millersport. It's very early afternoon by the time you guys hit the road. Um, the pendant around uh, Johannes's neck leading you to the northeast along the coast. Is it is it uh, is it levitating slightly in a direction? Uh, no, it just it, it makes you feel like you are going in the correct direction as you walk. Oh, nice. I've never felt so affirmed. As when I'm wearing Alita's pendant that she trusted me with. So as you all walk, it's about like a couple of hours after you leave Miller's port uh, that everything has been really kind of quiet. Uh, You've all been lost in your individual thoughts. Is there anything any of you need to address with one another? I'm sorry I hit the old lady with the ladle. No, you know what? She deserved it. Once once I saw the evil in her eyes and also radiating around her entire being and consuming everything around it in a shroud of darkness, I you know, just the 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 paladinness took over and I just really needed to hit her with that ladle. Look, she I've, bent it like a powerful being though. I've never known you to accuse someone of or something of being evil empowered that was not. So I'm all about you having hit that old lady with that ladle. Proving that she was a demon and making her flee the town. It's you're you're a good paladin, Johannes. I'm glad that you hit her sooner rather than ladle. Thank you. I really He's a good pal, Odin. I really appreciate <laughs> that. I've been thinking about it all after walk evening, and I uh you know, I, I, I even though she presented such a front of uh, almost looking exactly like my grandma. I just, I felt like I needed to hit her with that ladle and it was hard because I was looking at her and I was like, this is like almost my grandma. But then I remembered, no, this is a demon wearing grandma skin, just like bad dog was wearing sad dog skin. <laughs> and and on that note, Koza, I wasn't actually mad that you volunteered us for making breakfast the next day. What I wanted to hear was that you'd also negotiated a really great room rate because we were making breakfast the next day. And that maybe that's just me wanting something for something. And I need to accept that occasionally we'll just do nice things because that's a nice thing to do. Look at Solinar over here, learning uh, the benefit of non-transactual relationships. (laughs) 
That reminds me that we should have gone back into the inn and looked for a money box. <laughs> oh, why did you say that now, Boat? It's been so long. We can't possibly uh, go back now. Well, I'm not saying we should go back. I'm just saying we should have thought about it. We need to be more on the ball about stealing money from from evil creatures. I was all worked up about almost getting poisoned. I was really excited for that porridge, too. It looked so good until it started bubbling over with an evil rage of toxin death. Yeah, that's, that, that cauldron was like... I'm gonna rage. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely was significantly less appetizing once it started doing that. I actually thought that it was made with love, and that's why it was destroying the uh, bad, the demon dog from the inside. But then I realized it was just made from the love of poison. <laughs> For the love of poison. I, I, uh, I think, I think I've come to a conclusion. And Solinar uh, kind of leans over on his horse and like strokes her neck a little bit, and he's like, how would you feel about having a name? The horse kind of snuffs. Would you like to Wait. be called Midnight? How does Midnight sound for a oh. name? Kick him off, kick him off. <laughs> Launch him. Snuffles kind of turns her head to look at you. It's a powerful okay. name. It'd be like when we're riding away, it's like I'm riding away on Midnight. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I don't need your judging eyes, Snuffles. Snuffles looks over at Boat. Midnight is the name I would have picked for a black horse when I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I had a black horse, I would name that horse uh, Mid-Morning because I'm older and the day is longer. As you all are having this conversation, uh, the dagger on Solinar's hip begins to let off a melodic alarm sound. We're in danger. The horses begin sort of pawing at the ground. That's the sound of the uh That's the sound of the dagger of warning. Everybody put your hands in the air, just like you're about to get ambushed. <laughs> As you all uh I am assuming get prepared to do some fighting. Yeah, Solonar's uh, going to dismount and draw attention. Uh, surround the beginning to surround all of you is a gang of five bandits, one of whom is significantly larger and more intimidating than the others. Mm, a thick bandit. <laughs> I'm trying to ambush these travelers, but the clapping of my dummy thick cheeks <laughs> keeps alerting them to my presence. Is he, does he look like a bayhound? Just has droopy cheeks clapping. Oh, that's sad and unfortunate. No. <laughs> Underneath his chin. I, I see where you're going. It is not Droopy Dog the Bandit. I'm Dummy Thick. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Hello, I'm Droopy Dog the Bandit. Uh, these are normal, generic <laughs> bandits. Look here, normal, generic bandits. Are you trying are you trying to hang out with us and share the road, or are you being not good people? So, they kind of look at each other. We don't Solonar, have time to deal with your shtick, so just be clear about your intentions. Solonar's double-checking the group to make sure he doesn't have another awkward co-worker interaction coming his way. None of them are familiar to you. You here to go rob that shrine? No. In a manner of speaking, yes, actually. He points his scimitar at you. That there's our 
pickings. Um, okay. Honestly, what, are, are you gonna try to fight us now? Well, well, generally, <laughs> when a group of adventurers run into a group of bandits, yes, they do fight. And if you are going after our shrine treasures, then yeah, we're gonna fight. I don't like that all of these bandits are southern. <laughs> now I'm just a simple country bandit. <laughs> Honestly, I'm trying to go for a Yondu voice, but like I'm doing my best here, guys. And yeah, that's the Yondu. And the Yon don't is you coming near our shrine. Hey, can both throw a dagger <laughs> at that guy? Sure. All right, both's gonna throw a dagger Get the at that jump guy. On him. Yeah. Do you, by the way, but before I say that, look at your inventory and tell me that there is a dagger on it. You got spices. He's had a dagger for a long time. I've got it in my inventory. Yeah, I've and then you guys left the cart behind with lots of your belongings on it. Try and tell me that you wouldn't have a dagger on your belt. I'm going to tell you, I don't know where Boat would keep it, given his very tight onesie. On, I'm on wearing a belt, belt on right his now. Belt, on his wrestling belt. <laughs> All right, then I will allow it. However, if it breaks or something, that's on you. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a 24. Oh All right, God. That your is dagger just... explodes with its force. <laughs> it's shrapnel. It explodes and hits all the bandits. All right, uh, roll it. Like we'll roll seven. Seven damage. Okay. Yeah, max damage on that dagger. So this man comes up. He's like, "This shrine ain't big enough for the two of us." And Boat's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Them's let's fight. Them's fighting words." Shuriken. <laughs> All right, so it sticks into his shoulder, and he kind of, like, stops and looks at it, then looks at you and goes, You're kind of cheeky, friend. I am right. dummy thick. Hold, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on. I'm, I'm sorry my friend already threw a knife, because that's kind of a bold start to this. You guys don't know Brigback, do you? Who? Brigback. <laughs> Brigback. Gang of, gang of bandits. Runs a little bit west of here. No? Nothing? Let's ice these fools. <laughs> All right, roll initiative, everybody. Solinar, you're up first. Uh, Solinar, with attention drawn, starts starts to charge forward, and then. He stops short of the lead bandit and he kind of does some weird hand motions and then an invisible mage hand appears behind the lead bandit and tries to steal his weapon from his weapon belt before he can draw it. Okay. So I'm going to roll a sleight of hand. Uh, as I understand it, this is an opposed perception check. Mm -hmm. Do I get to apply my... Uh, gloves of thievery to this. No, because you will not have your physical hands involved. Understood. That is a 12, and it needs to be opposed by perception. You already beat it. Yes. Good. Good. So I'm going to, I'm going to just draw his weapon and then try to like the, the mage hand, because it can only lift like five pounds, is just going to try to drag it away through the grass. <laughs> Back behind the bandit. Uh, he's going to go for his sword and kind of like look down and be like, where'd it go? Koza, you're up. 
So Kosa is going to go ahead and use that wild shape to, once again, the, the spores around him become denser and you see them floating in the air as he um, does the halo of spores. Okay. I don't know what sound Gabe is going to associate with you doing halo of spores, but I'm kind of picturing it as a... Uh, so Bandit 4 is going to go after Koza. Uh, Koza does a... I'm fine. I'm Morty, fine. are you okay? <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. The bandit's coming after us. Does a 16 hit your armor class, Koza? Uh, yes, it does. Wunderbar. I'm also going to use my reaction. It needs to make a um, constitution saving throw. It failed that constitution saving throw. And the why? bandit's a person. I was going to say, why are we referring to this bandit as if it were an object? Oh, sorry. It's the object of my desires. Golem bandit. Go. Uh, six damage. Six, um, whatever damage it does. Is it poison? Yeah, whatever damage. Necrotic. Isn't it necrotic? I need to check what the updated rules are. The updated rules are necrotic damage for Circle of Spores okay. stuff. So this this cloud of spores is going to be breathed in by the bandit, who's going to begin hacking and coughing desperately. In his panic, he wildly swings his scimitar and gets Koza for three damage. Uh, the first bandit Wild is, go swing. Uh, is gonna run up to Solonar. He's going to miss. You can't touch this. Uh, the other bandit is going to run up to Boat. 23 to hit. Let me check my character sheet real quick. I want to make sure <laughs> Is it meets or beats? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like that hits. He's going to swing down powerfully and hit you for six damage. Oh, that's not too powerfully. I mean, it is for the sad little bandit. Yeah, right in the big toe. Now, what do Both, you say? You are now up, so. Um, all right, so this fool is in front of me. Is that right? Yes, he is. All right. Uh, I'm going to uh, unsheathe my great axe and. Oh no, he didn't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rage. Oh no, he didn't. And then I'm gonna swing my great axe. Oh, he did. All right. Uh, there's a 23 hit. It decidedly. Meter beat. <laughs> Ten. You got any bonus actions you want to do? Uh, rage was my bonus action. You want to narrate this? Yeah. He comes... Because he, he's down. This fool steps to me, and I reach behind uh, in one fluid motion, pull my great axe off my back, grab it with my offhand as well, and swing it and cut it right across his stomach and his guts spill out. And then I use the axe after I complete the swing to just push him over. So he falls Gross. down. Yeah, that's what happens. The bandit captain, captain <laughs> screams. Is, is his last name Crunch? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Captain Bone Cruncher. Bone Crunch is ready. <laughs> Wait, it was the bandit captain that attacked Boat? No, uh, he screams in agony at seeing his friend die. Oh, okay. Are you sure it's not the knife in his shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he reaches for a scimitar and then realizes it's not there. Uh, so he runs towards Boat in a blind fury and tries to punch him across the face. Wow. Okay. Johannes yells out, why wouldn't you use the knife in your shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
boat does a 10 hit. It does not. All right, so he misses and it's Johannes' turn. Johannes, having seen Solinar disarm this man, realizes that he didn't complete it. So Johannes jumps onto the guy's back so he can pull the knife out and make sure that this guy can't get that knife. And that's it. That's your that's your action. And then he stays on his back and he like puts him in a chokehold and he's like, we've already hit a grandma with a ladle today. Uh, I'm going to tell you, this guy's the guy charging boat. So I'm going to need you to roll a dexterity saving throw. Uh, new dice says eight. Uh, yeah, 18. All right. You're able to hold on. Solinar brings it back to you. All right. Uh, a quick a quick note for Alan, since I know you took 21 damage and then healed 10 of that. We've definitely had a short rest since then. So Have you we? Could, you could apply. We've been at no point did you guys say you were taking a short rest. Yeah, well, then you guys we, have just we, been on the road since. We then. can't just like retroactively apply a short rest because a bandit came out of nowhere and decided <laughs> yeah, that that's that's he was going to give us some not. southern hospitality well, no, was, of a beating. I was thinking usually when we're on the road we have short rests, but then I was like, oh wait, we don't have a card. No, and we Alex, also never at any point. And said Alex said anything. nothing, so I I do not think I've taken a short rest. Uh, but Johannes is on this dude's back and he's holding the knife and then Johannes sheaths it for safety and continues to hold on. All right, Solinar. Wait, Johannes has an empty knife sheath on him? Yeah, because I left He just an, stuck left... it in like his belt. No, I've got an empty <laughs> knife sheath where I once had knives, but I left them in the cart. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think a 23 uh, we confirmed earlier does hit. Yep. So Solinar is going to Zoro-esque with his rapier, uh, slash an S into the chest of the ba- the next nearest bandit. The S stands for suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. For a total with sneak. Oh, wait, do I get sneak attack? The S stands for sneak attack. <laughs> I don't think anybody's that clustered. Uh, I should have come out of stealth if I was going to be really smart about this, but I got nine, nine piercing damage. What was your two attack? Oh, it was a 23. Okay, yeah, that's a hit. So nine piercing damage. Nine, nine piercing. That's the, f- right. of the five wanna, I rolled plus four. You want to narrate that? Uh, yeah, Solinar does a quick, a quick sweeping S across the guy's chest. And the guy looks at his chest and then Solinar punches him in the face and he falls unconscious. All right, Koza, you're up. I am going to use my, my reaction, my, or sorry, my bonus action, sorry. To cast chalet on my quarterstaff. And then I'm going to give a whack to the nearest bandit. Give him a good whacking. Yeah, yep. chalet him out. That is going to be <laughs> chalet all a day. 10. That is going to be a mess. Oh. Unless you have something extra happening. Oh, okay, yeah, no. That's a mess. Yeah, as I lay dying. Though you did run up to him, so he is going to attack you. Okay. That's good news. He crit failed. He crit failed (laughs) and stabbed himself right in the foot. He shoots his scimitar forward in a slashing motion. You duck out of the way and he gets himself right in the leg. Uh, And then also as my reaction, he needs to make a constitution save throw. 14. Uh, That meets. He succeeds. Okay. Nothing happens to him. All right. Boat, you're up. Uh, So the bandit captain has run toward me in a rage. Yes. 
I'm on his back. Okay. Yes. I've got a knife. All right, yeah. Well, since I've already got the old great axe out, I think I'm going to roll with that again. Please don't crit fail. Just don't <laughs> hit Johannes. <laughs> um, how about a 17? 17 will hit. Roll some damage there. Oh, not not as good on that one. That's a 7. Still damage. And I'm going to punch him in the face. I got a 21 for punching. Pu- that will that will punch him. All right, and I hit him for five in the face. What did the five fingers say to the face? Punch. He did indeed. Bandit Captain's going to roll to punch boat. Is he unfazed by a halfling just like choke holding him? Yeah, I think it's worthwhile to have him roll at disadvantage to attack with Johannes around his neck. I think that's fair. And he crit failed. So <laughs> uh, clearly that helps. Did he uh, punch the axe blade? He's going to punch so hard. It is going to, and he's going to overshoot Boat, and it is going to give Boat an opportunity of attack. Fantastic. Uh, as he's coming by me, can I reach and grab the dagger that's in his shoulder? No, no. I've got no, it in my Johannes sheath. No, Johannes already grabbed it. But you oh. can grab it from my sheath. No, I will just roll for my great axe. I sheathed it for dagger safety. Well, it was already sheathed in his shoulder. It was safe. That's true. It's, it's important to practice dagger safety, y'all. Mm-hmm. 23. To hit? Yes. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Y'all's dice today. Seriously. Man, this is like this crushing is some spicy it. Spicy dice. That is a ten total. It's not bad. Nothing I'm glad I at. gave you all all those spices. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's what, it, what is. it is. It's the spices of good dices. The spice of life. <laughs> uh, all right, Johannes, you're up. I'm gonna just. I'm. I've got. I'm gonna put him into stranglehold. You're gonna stay in the stay being a necklace. Yeah, but tighter. All right, roll strength. 18. All right, so the way I'm going to run this is he is going to have disadvantage for as long as Johannes is around his neck. He's going to have disadvantage on, like, anything that would require a physical movement. Um, And I'm going to only have him be able to run for, like, three more turns before he starts choking out and needs to, like, not move. Seem fair? Yeah. Rope-a-dope. Sorry, were you talking about me trying to exercise? (laughs) (laughs) Mood. Big mood. Solinar, you're up. All right. Who's, uh, who's, who's left standing? Cause I'm, there are two bandits and the bandit captain. Gracious. All right. I think Solinar is going to go, uh, fight one of the non bandit captain bandits because it seems like the bandit captain is, uh, being dogpiled right now, which is less than ideal. In fact, Solinar will go help Koza. Did Koza take down the bandit he was fighting? No. Okay. Solinar is going to go help Koza fight his bandit. Okay. So uh, Solinar like comes in from behind into the side of the bandit and just like thrusts forward with attention. Uh, It's a 12. That actually meets it. So that's a hit. Well, all right then. And since he is within five feet of Koza, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, Lord. Uh, so these bandits have like nine HP left, right? Or nine HP in general. It depends and, on which uh, one you're hitting. Uh, well, Solonar just did eight plus four piercing off of attention for 12 plus six for sneak attack for a total of 18. You can go ahead and narrate that kill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Solonar is like, I'll sneak up behind him and then I'll, oh God. And just like accidentally uh just completely decapitates the bandit unintentionally and it's like 
oh, that's, oh, that's much worse than I had planned. That's, I, I was just going to stab him, you know, stabbing. Koza, it's your turn. Okay. Um, do we, did he die? Sorry. You have, there's one more non-bandit yeah. Captain yeah. Bandit. Um, so Koza looks over at that one and is like, okay, runs it up and hits for 21. That is decidedly a hit. Finally. <laughs> For nine, eight points of damage. You want to narrate that? Did he see me coming up to him? Did he? You get to narrate this one. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, no, Um, he was concentrating at, at the rest of the party. And Koza runs up and smacks him on the back of the head with a, a mushroom-covered staff. And in a puff of spores, he uh, collapses down on the ground. All right. Oh, oh are you waiting for more for the uh, part where... The spores start growing out of the back of his head where he was smacked. And there's now a little patch of mushrooms on the ground where there was once a body. Are we ignoring how gross Koza's kills literally <laughs> always are? Like, it's the it's awful. It's, it's awful. It's only gross I, if you don't remember that this is all part of the cycle of rebirth in life. I, well, I will say this is less gross than some of the Koza kills we've had. True. Koza kill cam is pretty it's pretty awful it's pretty <laughs> gross Koza kill cam TM uh, as the final non-bandit Captain Bandit falls you see in the distance on a hill running towards you a large heart and when I say heart before everybody freaks out and thinks that I'm throwing an undulating disembodied organ muscle at people H-A-R-T. Big old deer moose looking thing. Everyone goes to Google. Everyone immediately starts Googling it. I just don't know what this is. I knew a guy named Hart. He was pretty I cool. Mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's basically a deer. Yeah, it's, it's basically a very large deer with very large antlers. Yep. An adult male deer, especially a red deer, over five years old. It begins charging down the hill, letting out a loud... <laughs> sound <laughs> that is i, I don't it. know if you've heard deer sounds that's what they they're, sound they're, like they're that that's it she nailed that's 100 accurate mm -hmm. it charges the bandit captain the rider on it taking a mace and swinging it at the captain boat you're up um wait did it crit fail or did it succeed no it, it hit and it did but damage. the captain's still okay. awake? The captain's still there. I meant alive, of I'm course. I'm just saying, because I'm on awake. this captain's back, and I, I just don't want to... No, it did not hurt you. If I get maced in the back, I want to know. All right. I am going to attempt to bury my great axe deep within the captain. You could have phrased that differently, and you chose not to. Go ahead and roll. Uh, well, I didn't. I, I rolled too low to hit the captain, unless... He's disadvantaged enough right now that a nine would hit him. I will allow you to re-roll with advantage. Whoa. I wasn't even trying to make an argument there. Does a 15 hit him? Yeah, 15 meets. Okay, all right. Well, we'll slash at him. 16. Okay. And then I'm going to flurry of blows. Uh, and that's an 18, which hits and does an additional five damage. All right. You want to narrate it? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, so I slash at his back. Ah! He falls to his <laughs> knees on the ground. 
And then I come up behind him and donkey punch him as hard as I can in the back of the head. Ah! Can you, like, please make it clear that you're avoiding Johannes with these? I'm still screaming in terror. It's so, <laughs> it's really scary to see the boat like this. I am very good with He's my so, axe. He's very enraged. So that's what happens. I've never seen a calmer rage. So he falls, making a final gurgling sound that is sort of choked by Johannes's arms clinging around his neck. Boat looks Wait, was I holding his neck on? Did Boat take his axe and make it just <laughs> so it just perfectly went through his neck but stopped right at my fingers? Boat. Yes. I have just these tiny little cuts of the like finger cuts, paper cuts. Yes. Boat clasps Johannes on the shoulders and is like, thanks buddy. You restricting his airways is what allowed me to get the upper hand on him. I have been, uh, I, I, I'm glad that we were able to team, tag team this. A true David and Goliath story. What's, what's going on with this Heart Rider? Is that something we need to be worried about? Heart Rider, should we worry about you? <laughs> so the heart uh, turns around from where it had overshot the bandit to, for the rider to hit it with the mace. The figure is going to leap down, arms and chest first, onto the nearest uh, one of you, which will be Solinar. Solinar is going to find himself being hugged, and pulling back, you notice that the rider was Alita. She looks at all of you, and you think she smiles, can't see the bottom half of her face, but her eyes wrinkle like she's smiling, which... Given the current circumstances in the world, we can all sort of gauge what that looks like. Well, looks like you all have been doing... She looks over at the bandits. Generally okay? I'm going to just accept that Solinar must have recognized Alita pre-leap, given that he was weapon drawn ready for combat. <laughs> she just stabs Alita through the chest. And I'm, I, I don't want this scene to start with like, Alita leaps into the air and comes down for a hug and becomes gored on attention. <laughs> that would be a dark turn. That would be a very dark but turn. The, the only attention Alita becomes gored on is the attention of the party as they all <laughs> gather around her in jubilation. Uh, Solinar is definitely stunned for a moment as he is like, I guess, leap tackle hugged. Uh, I believe the appropriate term is glomped. Uh, you are, oh. uh, dear back glomped. Oh, no. <laughs> I've never seen a more visceral response. Uh, and then, and then Solinar, like, he freezes up for a moment because he's like, oh God, what's happening? And then he's like, oh, it's Alita. It's so good to see you again. And then he gives her a warm hug himself. And he's like, oh, man, you missed so much. Do I want to know? Did a lot of it involve bandit killing? I uh, feel like bandit killing was common. Johannes is in tears. He runs up and he's like, Alita. <laughs> oh, Alita is going to like kneel down and just like big hug Johannes. Oh, this is horrible. There's a bad dog. And grandma got hit with a ladle. And then there's also bandits, but there was also good bandits. It's so hard to tell things apart. And then the dragons weren't answering my calls. <laughs> they were Alita they're ignoring me and I got voicemail a lot of times. We <laughs> started a mob and those people who did the fire, they froze fish with these rocks. I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> Alita is going to kind of like gently be like, shh, 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 
it's okay, and like kind of gently pat Johannes's head. I jumped on a bear and it attacked me because I thought it was a bush. It was not a bush at all. Oh, it's going to be okay, Johannes. Whatever it was, you got through it. There was people with no bodies who tried to steal Solinar into the woods. Okay, that, that requires an explanation. Well, that's not even getting into the fact that Koza's fiancé left without saying anything. Rude. And then they oh. lost banana. I'm sorry. Hold on. Koza's what? And then there's, oh, I got you a um, gift. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Johannes. I, the greatest gift could be explaining what? Find out what next time on Quid Pro Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back my body to me. <laughs> I never look bring back. I always look bring forward. <laughs> I just didn't want to have this awkward moment where we're traveling back up to the Glade of the Nymphs and we run into Brigback's gang again and they're like, hey, things have been great up here. Oh, by the way, did you run into our friends that run a little bit east of Millersport? They're really good people. They're called the bro- uh, Brokebacks. Run, run into them, you say. <laughs> Baby got Brigback. <laughs>